Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Miss Kapow. Yes, Brother Kapow. Welcome Today to is Freedom Friday, August 11th, 2017. Cool. <laughs> I wasn't quite ready. My mic was still down and I was fumbling with it. And, uh, you know, I'm just too lazy to go back and change it. And get on with it, Jerry. I'm just going to get, get on, on with it. it. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. A man tries to kill a woman in the cemetery, but there's a lot more to this. This is so demonic. What a demonic takeover we have going on. Mm -hmm. And then we have a stupid story. We want to break it down. Look at the agenda about girls who turn into boys naturally. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they use that story as an agenda to promote their agenda. So we're going to expose that. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk about swastikas as a symbol of peace. That's right. Man tax. I wouldn't mind paying a man tax. I think I should be paying more money because I'm a man <laughs> and men are mean. And then we're going to talk about Obozo Day. And this is what makes me sad because oh. I won't be able to celebrate Obozo Day. Climony. Um, yeah. And then this uh, very confused lad who's had three different uh, sex changes. Can't figure out what it, what he is. Very sad. And his first name is Brad. Lad Brad. See, you're you're very um, poetic. Yeah. Well, Brad is like a mess. He's just a hot mess. Sad. Yeah. Okay. So if you give us a scripture, then we'll get right on with the story. Okay. I have three. Jeremiah 17, nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Proverbs 2017, bread of deceit is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth shall be filled with gravel. Colossians 2.8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Wow. Don't be spoiled by lies. Which means like rotten. Don't be rotten. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lies out there, Ms. Powell. Oh, yeah. A lot. A lot more than I realized. Yeah. There's a just... lot more than I realized. And I... You know, the things that I've been studying, I'm seeing that it, we were walking in a pan of honey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or tar. Yeah. Or tar. Wherever you stand, step, wherever you put your hand or whatever, you're just, you're just filthy. Yeah. Yeah. Sticky. With the stuff of this world. Dirty. And yeah, it's very um, frustrating for me. It is well, you know. Part of the problem is you you uh, you're trying to look for truth or trying to find um, 
people or organizations that are telling the truth and they do like you know 80 percent of the time and then the other you know 90 to 20 percent they go crazy mm-hmm. and then talk about weird stuff and yeah. people are believing just bizarre <laughs> things and they're mixing it with christianity and it just it's nuts yeah mm. it's nuts um really crazy but uh, we had a good experience uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. We had uh, a young man come over. When I say young, I mean 18 years old. Yeah. And uh, he came over just to do maintenance on the air conditioning system and all that stuff. We do that twice a year. But this kid was 18 years old. And I, I just asked him the question if he had he lived lived here. And he was. He um he, he came lived, here from Oregon when he was five. Five years old. And so he was raised in, in Mesquite all his life with the high school. And he said he graduated high school early at age 17, mm-hmm. played football all these years. Uh, his parents own a local business here. And he said, I started working with my parents when I was a little kid. And they, they taught him a work ethic. Cleaning carpets. Cleaning carpets. Hard work. Mm-hmm. They taught him this work ethic. And he graduated high school a year early, got out a year early, went, there was some grant program, I'm not sure the name of it, it was in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. where they um, look at promising young people, but you have to be 18, between 18 and 25, and help them get a trade. And he went there and begged them for an interview. He says, even though I'm 17, I promise you, I will work hard. I will never disappoint you. I will, you know, I'll bring it. So they gave him a chance and they interviewed him. And so he got the grant and they got him. They gave him, I think, like $10,000. And he went to air conditioning and refrigeration school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he comes out and now he was working for a, 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 a major company yeah. out of Las Vegas. And he's their post, poster boy. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. At age 18. Mm-hmm. And this kid came over. And he was climbing up in the attic, and he's changing filters, and he's putting on new stuff, and he's explaining amps and watts, and I was so impressed. And it was like, you know, all the stories you hear about millennials and where the country's going. Yeah, he was was the exception. He was the exception, and it was quite refreshing. It was quite refreshing to see... Uh, a young man with that kind of work ethic and um oh you know he was he bought his own truck and he was so proud of it, it had two hundred and seventy thousand miles on it, but he got it for seven grand and it's his and he's mm-hmm. you know uh, amazing anyway yeah. uh so even though we talk about a lot of news and stuff now and then I, I run across somebody like that and it just kind of whoo you know it's like wow <laughs> isn't that some yeah that, the story I, like that is refreshing and it's so unusual. <laughs> No, and it should be the opposite. It should be so common. You're like, well, of course you're working for a living. You're 18 years old. You're a man. You know, it should be like that. But now it's like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, you're honorable. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, thank God for he has parents. I know that are like that. Yeah. Taught him those. That's that's a huge thing, man. Your your parents. Those values. Yeah, it really is. Okay, Miss Capel, there was this what? dude. What? There was this dude. His last name is Gross. And I don't, he did something gross. Yeah, he did something <laughs> gross. I don't mean like his last name is Gross, like his last name is. Ooh, it's Gross. That is his last name. No, it's name. literally his last name Gross. G R O S S. You know. But this, uh, I'm going to play a, a clip from the news source. But uh, 
just let me tell you what he did. And then the news, the clip will tell you again. But what the heck? Just listen. <laughs> this guy's 19 years old. Unlike the young man who came to my house yesterday, <laughs> this guy, a little different. Bryce Gross, it was at a cemetery in Georgetown, right? Mm-hmm. He's visiting his uncle's grave. And uh, he said something happened to him. He blacked out. And he he has multiple personalities. Um, and he says this. He, he knows he does. He knows, yeah. He has uh, like 100 personalities in him. But he didn't know that uh, some of them could be this violent. He didn't know that. And I believe him. You know, oh, when yeah. you listen no, to him on the interview, I said, you know, why would this guy make this stuff up? And he, uh, he blacks out, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't remember a whole lot, but he goes into another personality while he's visiting his uncle's grave. Well, this poor little 18-year-old uh, woman is sitting on a bench. Now, obviously, they're... Unrelated for, to this guy. Unrelated. Don't know him. Just, yeah. You know, who knows? She's grieving, what she's doing, you know. And he goes up behind her and starts to strangle her. And fortunately for her, she was able to fight him off. Mm. But uh, when he got arrested for attacking her... And I'll play the clip. What he had, what he told the uh, the news guys, uh, and apparently the the police, is that his intent at the time was to strangle her, uh, unconscious, put her in her trunk of her car, and put a rock on the gas pedal and let it go into a body of water. He's going to kill her mm-hmm. for for absolutely no reason at all, and it's just because this thing took over. And he says he don't remember a whole lot that happened, but he blacked out and he just remembers um, uh, falling to the ground when she got away. And uh, But it's bizarre. So the, the point really that I'm trying to make is that this guy, yeah, you can say, well, he has mental illness. He has, uh, you know, disassociative disorder. Blah, multiple blah, blah. personalities is what they would call it. Yeah, multiple personalities. But this guy has is he's full of demonic entities. Mm-hmm. Real, existing personalities is what he's full of. Mm-hmm. How he got there, I don't know. But he has them at age 19. And some of them are very violent. And I think, I could be wrong, but I think in the past, for the most part, humans were able to control some of this stuff. You know, they had natural filters and natural boundaries mm-hmm. that they can deal with. But those boundaries, those fortresses, those protections are gone. Yeah. And they're breach. They're breached now for what for whatever reasons. It could be multiple reasons. It could be mm-hmm. our technology. It could be what we watch, listen to, see. I don't really know. It also could be just all the portals are open since 2012. Right, Ms. Kapow? Yep. It could be all the magic in the air, mm-hmm. all the witchcraft, all the occult. Every time you turn on the TV, there's magic and occult going on. People wouldn't be on TV unless they were involved in magic and the occult. Right. They wouldn't be famous unless Satan, Satan put them in that, uh, that position yeah. for his agenda. You have to understand that. Whether they're a politician or a newscaster or a singer or celebrity or Simon Cowell you know, or Dancing with the Stars, you know, I, there's a reason why they're there, you know? Um, it, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you this, I'll go off on a little tangent here people, you know, I, I'm a drummer and so I, I like, uh, 
drummers with a lot of talent, famous drummers. And, and I'm not going to mention his name, but there's this one drummer I've followed since I was a kid. And uh, so recently I was looking him up online and, you know, looking, you know, taking some lessons type of thing. And Miss Kapow noticed, too, when this guy began to play, his, his changed, his face changed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you could see it. And I was trying to learn this thing from him. And I had slowed down the video. And, and when I slowed down the video, you can see his eyes just change. And this guy's like a session drummer. So he's not. So he's, if I mention his name, you would not know who he is. You would know the music he played with, but you wouldn't know who he was. And um, it was like, how do you get this good? How do you get to to be that famous and that, you know? And you can see the change come, come over him. And it's like, well, what would be the purpose of that? Well, the purpose of that is because a lot of the people that he played with would never have been remembered if it wasn't for that great drum groove, literally. Right. Literally, he played drum grooves that are so memorable, that's what people remember about that hit song. Not the guy's voice, not the lyrics, not the singing. But he was used to back up those that would then sing and perform that agenda. That's right. I know. I probably sound like a madman, but I honestly believe that. Right, wrong, or different, that's what I that's what I believe. And I believe everybody you see that has that kind of any kind of fame like that. There's and I watch drummers all the time, and there's some of them that I you know, I tell Ms. Kapow, just I, when did he have time to learn that? When when do, where did you get that? Yeah. It's beyond just normal. Uh anyway, I, I go off. <laughs> Okay, so let me play this clip of this uh, this guy, and then you okay. guys can hear it for yourself, and you can hear him uh, explain what happened. It reads like a horror story, but it's Bryce Gross's arrest citation. His behavior again, obviously very erratic, um, very just not really sure what uh, what would trigger something like this. Police say an 18-year-old woman was sitting on a bench at Georgetown Cemetery when Gross snuck up behind her and started to choke her. Investigators say the woman fought him off and he ran away. Police arrested him not long after. The victim has no idea who this guy is. She's never met him. She doesn't have any idea uh, why. Gross' arrest citation says he told police he intended to strangle the woman unconscious, place her in her car, put a rock on the gas pedal, and run the car into a body of water. In an interview from jail, Gross told me he was at the cemetery visiting his uncle's grave when he blacked out and went into another personality. I vaguely remember getting her to the ground and then running. That's just about it. I don't remember anything else. Gross says he has several hundred personalities he deals with. He says he knows he needs medical help. Because if that really, I don't doubt it didn't happen, but since that didn't happen, my personalities are very dangerous, evidently. More dangerous than I thought they were. So why? Gross says he thinks visiting his uncle's grave brought to the surface a lot of emotions that he says likely triggered what happened. In Georgetown, Garrett Weimer, WKYT. You hear what happened? You know, he says he's at the grave site visiting his uncle's uh, grave, and he thinks emotions triggered something. Uh, he admits he has multiple personalities. He's full of demons. I do believe this is going to become more and more common. Oh, I know? think it already is yeah. like that. And I think it always has been. But I think um, 
since 2008 and 2012 when a lot of the portals been open and people, you know, since the 16th, what is it, this uh, 19th century where they, um, you know, the supernatural, the occult mm-hmm. has been more um, prevalent. Um, I think a lot of these entities have come into this sphere, yeah. so to speak. And I think it, it's more common now and um, a lot more of this stuff is happening. Yeah, and you know, and just the technology we have, and what yeah. what people are into. This guy's nineteen years old, and you can only imagine what, what he's into before he got to this point. You know, and I think there was a lot of trauma in this young man's life. Yeah, I mean, he's only eighteen, nineteen years yeah. old. Yeah. But I, when I look at his picture and the yeah. way he spoke, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't um, he wasn't a, a, a mean person. Yeah, so to he speak. Didn't. You know what I mean? He didn't he didn't talk like they usually do when they're yeah demon possessed possessed no. um the way he spoke he could tell that he was really surprised yeah at his behavior and what he did and um this manifestation of this murderous spirit really kind of um surprised him yeah you know what i mean yeah. and so um i i really believe that it, a lot of these demons that he has was opened up through trauma yeah you can see it on him. I can yeah. see it in his uh, in his picture, and I really feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. And maybe really that's do. why he was visiting his uncle. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? But yeah, I, I agree with you. You can see it. He just didn't. He didn't have that hardened. No. You know, I I practice the occult type of look or whatever. Uh-uh. You know, there was. Yeah, yeah. I, I really feel bad for him. Yeah. Well, I, I we just pray that he can find the Lord. Yeah. Get, get those yes, things Jesus. removed yeah. from him, and only Jesus Christ could do that get him removed from him, drop him off of him, and then um, restore his uh, mental capacities back to normal. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, here's an agenda story. It's all about the agenda. It's from the sun. So I'm going to go over the story, and you can see the agenda. But there's some facts that they don't want to get in the way of a good story. And the facts go against the agenda. But the title is, it says, Girls to Men Inside the Baffling Caribbean Village Where Little Girls Turn Into Boys at the Age of 12 mm. and Even Suddenly Grow Penises. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. So they say children thought to be female grow penis at puberty due to a rare genetic disorder. The agenda here is tried to make transgenderism a natural phenomenon. At least in some areas, they say, well, see, this happens naturally. See? See, transgenderism is unnatural. It's the most unnatural thing you can imagine. Mm-hmm. You're, you're born male or you're born female. Your chromosomes determine that. Your DNA determines that. But they want to turn everything upside down. Good is evil. Evil is good. But they're trying to, I mean, if they can find the transgender snail, they're going to do that to try to make it natural. Well, wow, they think they hit pay dirt with this Caribbean um, village. But uh, let's, we'll break it down. They say that one in 90 children, one in 90, born in Salinas in the Dominican Republic, grow a penis in a natural transformation from female to male. See the facts that they just said? Mm-hmm. What did they say? They grow a penis in a natural, natural transformation from female to male. Did they not just say that? Yep. They didn't say not quite female or they didn't have a vagina they said from female to male. 
So if you just read that, you would think that was truth, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-mm. These children are known as guevedosis, which translates to penis at 12. Mm. And they're referred to in medical terms as pseudo-hermaphrodite. Mm. Hermaphrodite. Pseudo-hermaphrodite. It is so common to be a pseudo-hermaphrodite in Salinas that it is accepted as a third sex alongside male and female. Wow. See, you you get the agenda down. Mm -hmm. Let's get it down. BBC 2 explored this in a series that they're calling Countdown to Life. The Extraordinary Making of You. Wow. You get it? You get it? Mm-hmm. You see what they're doing? Yep. Countdown to Life. The Extraordinary Making of You. We want you to transgender to a male or to a female. We don't want you to be the same. We want you to be free. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Let your demons talk, man. Yes. So, mm-hmm. the BBC Two... The presenters meet Johnny, who's 24 years old, who is physically and biologically male, but was once known as Felicita. Mm. Felicita. Okay? So, the ignorant, the ignorant, the people that don't have their eyes open or they just believe everything they read, don't question, would go, well, see, here it is, here it is. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people who are not going to buy into this. Yeah. He says, as a child, he did not have a penis and was brought up as a girl. Here's what he said. I remember I used to wear a little red dress. I was born at home instead of a hospital. They didn't know what sex I was. I went to school and I used to wear my skirt. I never liked to dress as a girl. When they brought me girls' toys, I never bothered playing with them. All I wanted to do was play with the boys. Mm. See see what they're getting in there? Yeah. He was different inside. Though he was born a girl, he wanted to be a male. See? Now, his X and Y chromosomes have nothing to do with the toys you brought him. Mm-mm. Nothing whatsoever. So I'm, I'm smelling BS. Yeah. <laughs> the rare genetic disorder is caused by a missing enzyme, which prevents the production of the male sex hormone... The hydrotestosterone in the womb. Okay? So they know what causes this. Mm-hmm. Now, check this out. It create Now, this is from the article. This Now, they get this in. It creates what looks like a baby girl on birth. Mm-hmm. Not that it is a baby girl. It looks like a baby girl. Because these children are missing... The hydrotestosterone in the womb. Mm -hmm. But then at puberty, when the testosterone begins to flow, their voices break and they grow as a a male sexual reproductive organ and they become recognized as male. You know, they drop their testes, they grow, uh, you know, their hormones kick in. Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. They've always been male. They've always been male. It's just that this lack of hormone doesn't kick in. Until puberty. They never were female. That's the fact. That's yep. science. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. But, hey, we don't want that to get in the way of a good story of transgendering. Now, do we? No. 
So the BBC presenter, Dr. Michael Mosley, said... And a doctor. He's a doctor, so he's got to be right. Mm-hmm. He says, Huevo doces are also sometimes called macahimbras, meaning first a woman, then a man. Oh, for the love of pizza. So who cares what the village people call them or what they say? That has nothing to do with the fact that they've always been male. He goes on, he says, when they're born, they look... They look like girls with no testes and what appears, appears to be a vagina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get it? Yep. It isn't a vagina. Mm-mm. They aren't girls. They look like girls. Appears. He goes on. He says, it is only when they near puberty that the penis grows and testicles descend. The hueva dosis were first studied by Cornell University in the 70s. And this gal who studied it traveled to the region because she heard about girls morphing into boys. Mm. Uh, but, but that's not the case. That's not true. No. So anyway, Countdown to Life, The Extraordinary Making of You, airs Monday, September 21st on the BBC 2 at night. Yeah. They're just using PM. it as their... their uh Sounding board yeah. to further their propaganda, their lies. Exactly. And yet DNA never lies. Mm-mm. Either XXY or YYX or whatever you are. All amazing. right. Amazing. Amazing. Huh? Did you find that amazing, Miss Capel? I or, did. Or was it just me? No, I did. Were you, was your like, jaw just dropping going, whoa. Oh, well, my head's so going it. back and forth. I mean, I'm just. You're spitting? <laughs> no. Are you doing like a Linda Blair? <laughs> No. Okay, we watched a movie <gasps> we did. the other day. I can't, it was a cheesy movie and I watched it by accident. It was like I had nothing else going on. Well, we thought it was going to be another documentary. That's right. I thought it was going to be a documentary. We were on Amazon Prime and I had watched a decent documentary on um, the Nazis and um, the Hollow Earth. That's mm-hmm. what it was. Hollow Earth, Admiral Byrd, Nazis, that kind of stuff. And it was a pretty good documentary on it. And then right after, this other thing plays, and it was called, I believe it was called something like Nazis on the Dark Side of the Moon. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And I thought it was another documentary, so we let it roll. But it was a movie. And it was, it's a kind of a comedy, kind of a silly movie. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. Yeah. It had a lot of, oh man, there was a lot of stuff said in it that was undercover. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, it's like what you always said. A lot of things that are said in jest yeah. are kind of true. Yeah. yeah. And that's what this movie was. So they, they, it was a comedy. It, it, the movie was about these Nazis who went to the moon in 1945. And they built a base there and they uh, stayed there. And they're going to, uh, they, they invaded Earth in 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018. Which is coming up. And, you know, it started a <laughs> war and everything. But in 2018, you had this president. They didn't say she was Sarah Palin, but she looked just like Sarah Palin and talked had all like her, talk like dressed her. like her with the glasses yeah. and the red and that red um, outfit that she has. And it had all the dead animals in the White House and all that stuff. Yeah. But I was telling Ms. Capel, I go, I don't think it's so much that it was Sarah Palin, but it was representing somebody who's a warmonger. Yeah. Because a woman. A woman. And it. one of the things she said in there was that everybody knows that a president who goes to war in their first term always 
gets reelected to the second term. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really interesting statement to make. Yes. And anyway, the movie goes on and on. But one of the things that they said in this movie several times about the Nazis, because the Nazis do come from the moon to the earth, and they're wearing their swastikas. Well, one of the Nazis, who's a uh, educational school teacher, she's kind of like a, you know, an ignorant liberal kind of a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And she says several times throughout the movie that the swastika, it's a sign of peace. It's a sign of peace. They say it several times. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. You know, and it's a comedy and you're laughing, but you keep saying, oh, it's a sign of peace. It's a sign mm-hmm. of peace. That brings me to this story in the Jerusalem Post. Mm-hmm. The Jerusalem Post. Jerusalem. Jerusalem Post. And it says, U.S. t-shirt company sells swastika design as symbol of love and peace. It's right out of that movie. Right out of that movie, Miss Kapow. That's right. Here's the deal. This, this company is called Teespring. And they have several swastikas. Love and peace with swastika shirt. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're based in New York. I know you're shocked. <laughs> based in New York. On their website, Teespring is selling t-shirts and sweatshirts branded with swastikas, aiming to make them a symbol of love and peace. The designs were created by KA Designs. And they're sold on the site as displays. All of them have large swastikas on the front. One shows the Nazi-associated symbol in rainbow colors mm. with the word peace. And another one has the rainbows with the word zen. And one reads love. And the third design is black, and it shows a spiral of swastikas. Yeah. And here's what they say on their website. Here at KA, we explore boundaries. We push them forward. <laughs> Let's make the swastika a symbol of love and peace. Together we can succeed. Mm. Now, why, 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 why do that? Mm-hmm. I don't care if it was a symbol of love and peace by the Hindus or the Indians or the, you know, Chikaruan Indians. Right, right, right. I, 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 You don't care less. The Nazis turned it into hate. Right. It's a negative yeah. sign now. And you can't, you put it on a t-shirt, it ain't going to make it okay. Mm-mm. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the say. Before being used by Hitler's German Nazi regime, swastikas were commonly known as ancient signs used by Hindus and Buddhists carrying a positive association, such as uh, good fortune and love. And Anyway, they, they, they want to they wanna revert. The, the No, why that? Why not just pick something else? Why that? I know. I know. Yeah, so they, uh, in their video, they say the Nazis took the swastika and rotated it 45 degrees and turned it into a symbol of hatred, fear, war, and racism. They stigmatized the swastika. They won. They limited our freedom, or maybe not. The swastika is coming back. Now, here's what's interesting. On some of the t-shirts sold by this company, the swastika, in fact, remains turned at a 45-degree angle, mm. just like the use of the Nazis. Sure. So anyway. See, there's, there's another agenda to all this. Yeah. You know, you can see it. Yeah, I think they're just trying to get people killed. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Civil war. I, I, who, you know, I mean, you really can't be that stupid. Well, they're trying to make evil good. Yeah. 
Yeah, just like that movie, that silly movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a symbol of peace. So we're just watching. It's a symbol of peace. There's these Nazis in the White House working with the President of the United States to start a war, and the war was Nazis from the moon, mm-hmm. and it was going to get this president reelected. It was part of her campaign. It was it was a brilliant strategy. It's kind of one of those um, conspiratorial movies. Yeah, you know that you you would kind of recommend. Uh, some of those are kind of, you know, the silly movies. Sometimes there's a lot of conspiracy behind it. Uh, what what people would call p- conspiracy, what uh, you would call truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a break, Miss Kapow. All righty. We'll get some water, and I'll be right back. You are listening to the Kapow Radio Show Network. Kapow stands for Kingdom Against Powers of Wickedness. Kapow is sponsored by Fifthhook Media, a digital publisher of ebooks. Fifthhookmedia.com has a selection of ebooks about spiritual warfare and Christian living. Visit fifthhookmedia.com. That's F I F T H O O K media.com. Remember, that's fifthhookmedia.com. F I F T H O O K. Kapow! What's up, yo? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm done, yo. Demons in My Marriage Bed from all online digital retailers, such as Amazon.com, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. Please do not be fooled that such things cannot happen to you. Rather, get prepared and become the spiritual warrior needed to overcome in these perilous times in which we all live. And we are back, Miss Payne. Alrighty then. Um, are you ready to go to the vegan cafe in Australia? No, I wouldn't go here. I, I, I think, I, I think, I think this is wrong. But it's by women for women. Yeah, but you, did you notice that this woman, one of the owners or the owner of this vegan place, her name is Alex. She Yo, has a male name. Spells it like a male too. Yeah, and then and then the the name of the place is handsome her. It's the word handsome and then her h e r. I don't know. I just yeah. I, it just really aggravates me. You know what? It's your your BS meter is going off. That's why you see right through this nonsense. How you know you have a male name? You want to be a male in your lesbian relationship. You name your cafe handsome her, not mm-hmm. beautiful her. So there's maleness all in your gayness. Yeah. And, but you're anti-real man. Yeah. Because you can't be a man. It just irritates me. No, I, I wouldn't. I would. And I think w- men shouldn't even come well, here. I, I don't think a real man would go there. The, 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 the males uh, that go there... Um, are, are not real men because a real man would say, you know, I'm not going to participate in yeah. this. They're just not. They're just not. This is ridiculous. Uh, because if if male had if, if a man had a cafe and says, buy men for men, we're going to charge women more money because, you know, well, you know, we don't like them. Yeah. See how far that would go. Yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a vegan cafe. Anyway, what man eats vegan? I know it. Get, get some, some meat. Red meat, yeah. Get some meat. Grow a beard. And you notice there's Lift a the pic- weight. there's a picture of inside the, this cafe or whatever. Yeah. And on the on the wall there's a picture of this huge woman, right? Yeah. But if you look at her face, she almost looks like Oprah. 
You're right. It does with a big flower, yeah, head goddess looking thing. Stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> but you, I just hate this. But you idiots, don't you? Just I do. Just go I just slap them in the nose. Anyway, they're making waves. You know what? They're not going to be in business very long. Seriously. How, you can't operate business like this. You can't piss off one half of the, of the human population that's going to spend money in your stupid place. Yeah. You and, can't I'm, do that and, and survive. A, but I'm a woman and I wouldn't pay anything yeah. there. It says that this, this, this idea was um, to make men take the issue of unequal pay more seriously. Really? <laughs> oh, for the love of pizza. Ah. What they're doing, it's a cafe in uh, Australia, Melbourne, Australia. And uh, their feminist owner of uh, of this thing is making men pay 18%. 18%. Man tax. And they give women priority in seating. Yeah. So there's a long waiting line, guys. You can wait a long time. For vegan food. <laughs> for vegan food. Hey, I'd rather go to McDonald's, coffee. okay? Yeah, I'd rather go to McDonald's and have uh, some green slime to give my money to this human slime. Uh-huh. This ignorant human slime. Yeah, come on. So uh, the owner told uh, this website, I do not want people to think about it because we've had this pay discrepancy for decades. Oh, she does want people to think about it. She says, uh, we've had the pay discrepancy for decades and decades, and we're bringing it to the forefront of people's minds. I like that it's making men stop and question their privilege a little bit. Oh, for the love of God. Now, here's this idiot who owns her own cafe, right? Mm -hmm. So what pay discrepancy is that? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, You're self-employed. Now, here's the deal. I wonder if her landlord is male or female, Mm -hmm. because she's going to have to give that money to her landlord and it gets, there's 50% chance it might be a male. Yeah. Idiot. So uh she goes on and uh she says uh she thinks that the 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 response from the customers has been positive. One man even donated $50 oh, to wow. the cause. Can you imagine this dude getting $50? You know, he must have been afraid he was going to get his butt kicked mm-hmm. by these lesbos, you know, with the shirt rolled up cigarettes in their sleeves. Yeah, or he's not really a male male. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Jelly bean. Maybe he just looked like a male. Maybe he was from the Dominican Republic. Or he's transgender. Yeah. Okay, there's a picture of their house rules. So they there's a picture of their actual house rules in this cafe, and I'm going to read them to you. So this is a photo. See, they have those two women signs, you know, the circle yes. with the, you know, X at the bottom. The upside down cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two, two lovely lesbian signs. Here's what it says. Handsome her is a space by women for women. Right there, you should r- turn around and run. Exactly. Here's the house rules. Rule number one, women have priority seating. Hmm. Mm. Number two, men will be charged an 18% premium to reflect the gender gap pay, which is donated to two women's services. And then rule number three is respect goes both ways. Really? Yeah. Good night. So in other words, if you go in there and you're a man and you go, this is bullshit. I'm not doing this. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, You disrespect us. Get out. Mm -hmm. You disagree with me. You disrespect me. Get out. Come on. You know what I mean? It goes both ways. But see, the thing is, they're they're saying that um, discrimination 
is bad, right? Yeah. But they're doing the very same thing that they hate. Yeah. And charging this dude more because because he's male. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, they send the money to a couple of women's services. That's probably how they get away with it, you know, and not get sued legal. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, I would, you know, here in America, I think you'd have some, um, yeah, you, you can't discriminate against, you know, gendered stuff. This is in Australia, so I don't know what the laws are there, but yeah, you'd run into some That's problems. That's annoying, here. though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, a lot of people don't like it. Um, a lot of people said the cafe's sexist. It makes me sick. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, it goes on and on. But yeah, yeah, stupidity. Stupidity. Mm. Now, this makes me sad about this next story. Oh, I know. Because I live in Nevada. Oh, I live in Nevada, and so I can't celebrate Obozo Day. Barack Obozo Day. Barack Hussein Obozo. If those who don't remember who this was, this was a <laughs> clown that sat in the White House um, over 200 days ago. Mm. I know. Everybody forgot who he was. Look, who is this clown? So uh, here's the deal. Illinois. Now, Illinois is going bankrupt. You know that. Mm-hmm. They have no money. Um, super high crime rate. I mean, you got all kinds of problems. <coughs> this is what you think of. This is what you think of to do for your citizens. <coughs> Excuse me. They gave Barack Obozo a special treat for his birthday this year. His very own holiday. I kid you not. Governor Bruce Rauner signed into law last Friday a measure to designate August 4th as Barack Obama Day across Illinois. (laughs) Yeah. It's a state holiday. It's going to be celebrated each year on the 44th president's birthday beginning in 2018. And it's August 4th. 44th president. You Isn't see the interesting numbers? That, um, I was just going to say the number thing. The satanic number, the four, four, four. It's all about Earth. Okay. The holiday will be observed throughout the state as a day set apart to honor the 44th president of the United States. They had to put that in again. Who began his career serving the people of Illinois in both the Illinois State Senate and the United States Senate. And I know he did so much. Come on. I want one of these bozos just to stand up and give something that this guy did for that state. Yeah. Have you ever heard anything that, well, Barack Obama did X, Y, and Z for, the, for Illinois, or he mm-hmm. did this for the people. He hasn't done nothing. He doesn't do anything. I know. Oh, my gosh. People of Illinois and both the Illinois State Senate and the United States Senate were served by Barack Obama. Dedicated, he dedicated his life to protecting the rights of Americans and he's building <laughs> bridges across communities. That's Senate Bill 55. Mm. Okay? A couple of lawmakers abstained from the measure. They didn't vote. <laughs> but it was why. passed in both houses earlier this year without a single vote against it. Well, you'd be racist. Sure. You'd be racist if you voted against it. It's not, it's not because it's a dumb idea. It's because you're racist. Uh, anyway, Barack Obama Day joins other commemorative holidays like Adlai Stevenson Day, mm. Ronald Reagan Day, and Jane Addams Day, for which workplaces do not close. Boy, they sure have some great holidays. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? They, the state people, nobody gets a day off. I know. You don't get it. It's a holiday, but you don't get the day off. Yeah. 
You don't get any extra pay. You don't get holiday pay. You don't get the day off. You get nothing. nothing. Just like his presidency, you got nothing. Nothing. Oh, gosh. The Democrats' effort to make Obozo's birthday a legal state holiday, during which schools and state offices would close while banks and businesses could, but would not be required to close, it stalled after some lawmakers voiced their concern that other Illinois presidents like Reagan do not have similar holidays. So they don't close on Reagan Day either. Right? Mm-hmm. And so the, uh, the, the governor also noticed that the economic cost of closing state buildings on the holidays and the impact of workers having the day off. We couldn't have that. <laughs> so what good does this do? I know. So what he wants is he, he just thinks that it shouldn't be a formal holiday with paid or forced time off. Forced time off, really? How, how many times do you have to force somebody to take a day off with pay? <laughs> but he wants it to be a day of acknowledgement and celebration. So we're going to go to work, and we're going to celebrate Barack Obozo's birthday. Yay! Wow. And we get nothing for it. And earlier this year, you know what? They renamed a part of Chicago um, Highway. They renamed it uh, from, I think, Interstate 55. They named it Barack Obama Presidential Expressway. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, at this holiday, little kids get to dress up in little clown suits and uh, pretend to be an incompetent president to celebrate the old bozo. No. Come on. Hey, I just had to throw that story in <sighs> just to show you how how stupid. Like, Illinois doesn't have a bunch of problems. They're going bankrupt. Come on. I know. Who, who are you trying to fool here? I mean, what, who do these people? They just talk to each other, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. One last story, Ms. Kapow. It's from the mirror, so it has to be true. This is Britain's youngest sex swap patient. You know what a sex swap patient is? Transgender. <laughs> they don't want to use the word transgender in this article now, do they? No. Britain's youngest sex swap patient reveals why she's, but it's not a she, it's a he. She's undergoing surgery to switch gender for how many times? Ms. The Powell? third time. The third time. Who's confused? I'm not confused. I'm not confused. Yeah, everybody else is confused, but not this one. No, this lad is not confused. The rest of the world around him is confused. But this lad, Brad, (laughs) is switching genders. This is for the third time. Mm -hmm. Come on, really, people? This person was born a girl, became a boy, and is now going back to a girl. Yeah. He calls himself Rhea. Cooper. And as a boy, he became the United Kingdom's youngest transgender at age 15. Wow. But then at age 18, that's only three years later, he went back to being a man. Three years later. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Really? And then here's a story that says, like many young women, Rhea Cooper dreams of one day getting married and having children. You're a dude. Dudes can't have children. But it can dream. Yeah, it can dream. But now he's 23 years old and he knows that the odds are stacked against him. 
Not only because he was born a boy, but because he now has switched gender an astonishing three times in his short life. Mm, mm, mm. So Rhea, who was born Brad, was Britain's youngest sex swap patient at 15. The doctors controversially backed his belief that he was a girl in a boy's body. Hmm. He was given blockers to stop his growing through puberty, followed by injections of female hormones mm. to impede face and chest hair and trigger the formation of breasts. <laughs> right? But with his life, you know who he looks like? He kind of looks like, um, what's that act, actress? Uh... Oh, never mind. You guy looks like Boy George, too. Mm, yeah. But with uh, his life spiraling out of control, he struggled with his new identity. Now, I'm, I'm replacing every time they use the word her with he. I'm doing that on purpose because it's a guy. Yeah. But this article uses she and her throughout the whole thing. But it's a guy. So I'm purposely calling it the way it is. My BS meter is going off the charts. <laughs> and the fears never... Being accepted as a woman, Rhea decided to transition back and live his life instead as a, wait for it, wait for it, gay man. <laughs> I'm not confused. Look it. I was born a boy. I thought I was a chick. So I transitioned to a chick at age 15. Three years later, um, I struggled with my new identity as a chick. So I went back to being a guy, and I'm a gay guy. There you have it. What is wrong with you? Huh? Gay Brad. <sighs> Gay confused Brad. Before having crucial surgery, he ended his treatment and became Brad again soon after his 18th birthday. So he still had a penis. He, and I, he probably still does. Mm-mm. See what I mean? They mm-hmm. never go all the way. It's like Bruce Jenner. Never goes all the way. Mm-hmm. They always remain she-males and he-she's, don't they? Mm-hmm. It turned him into an unwitting poster boy for those who claimed teenagers were too young to be given gender reassignment. See? Mm-hmm. Uh, to take a jabs at him now. But five years on, Rhea is more certain than ever that it is not the real her. Mm-hmm. And is making his, her, second attempt at becoming a woman to have the future he always dreamed of. Here's what he says. I've always known I was a female. It was everyone else who was confused, not me. (laughs) Really? I was wearing makeup and heels at the age of 12. There was no question. Then why did you switch back, Brad? If everybody else was confused but you. Oh, here's his answer. But I felt under so much pressure from society that six years later I caved in. I was torn. I knew exactly who I was, but I also wanted to conform and be normal. Yeah, I don't. I I don't think that's that's gonna happen. Ding 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 ding. BS meter. Only now I realize what made me even more unhappy. Now I'm gonna be all me, and I hope it will finally be happy. <laughs> uh, critics accused this guy of wasting thousands of dollars of uh, national health uh, services cash on his abandoned transformation. 
But now he's mm. vowed he's going to fund his own surgery. So, you know, hopefully he'll get a Patreon page or a GoFundMe page, mm-hmm. and we can donate money for this poor, uh, confused bastard. What do you yeah. think? Maybe Handsome Her can do that. Yeah, yeah. The, they, uh, could, they could take a... With the taxes. Yeah, penis tax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he has paid five grand to get his dream, a 34EE breast. Wow, those are huge. Fucci. Wow. Yeah. And he still looks like a man with big boobs. Uh, Christy Alley, that's the, that's the actress uh, he kind of looks like. Oh. Yeah, he looks like Christy Alley. <laughs> Uh, and, and he's going to have um, uh, an operation next year for uh, his genital transformation. He's going to go all the way wow. next year. Yes, yes. Uh, but will he find peace? He hopes it will allow him to find the romance in the family he longs for. Wow. <laughs> uh, now check this out. One of the reasons Brad or Rhea... Brad, looking like a girl under Rhea, one reason I switched back to being male was because I was worried I'd never find love as Rhea. You think? Mm. You think you're going to have some issues? Oh, check this out. This is like a shock to this guy. My past was always just too much. (laughs) My past was always too much for men to take on board when I transitioned the first time. It's called Brad Rhea. (laughs) Brad Rhea. I like that. Can you imagine dating this guy? Yeah. Hey, hey, I got a secret I got to tell you before we go all the way. Uh, I have some junk in my <laughs> trunk. And, uh, you know, then, then she's surprised. You know, the guy just, he couldn't handle that. I don't know. I didn't want to take her home to mama. I don't know why. Uh, here's, here's what he says. Then fall in love with me, knowing my background. But as soon as their friends found out, I'd be dumped. <laughs> I doubt. I begin to doubt if I would ever feel happy again. But now that uh, he's 23, he's older and wiser. He knows exactly who he is. I'm Rhea and I'm a woman and there's no turning back. If I can find a man who accepts that and loves me for who I am, that's perfect. If not, I'd still like to be a mom. He still wants kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And it's sad because in today's age, yeah, you can have it. Yeah. Anyway. It, this article goes on way too much. He's a big dude. Yeah. If you look at the pictures of the, he has big man legs. He's a big husky well, his, guy. His, his jawline is huge. He doesn't even have a neck. No, he's a big neck. He's a big guy. And uh, he's trying to pull this off. And it's just, it's going to be very difficult for this guy. Um, but anyway, he's very confused. And it's typical of the world we live in. Um just confusion reigns. You know, and I just love the way they just try to sell this as normal. Yeah, see, the thing is, you know, there's this this man, right? And you you put a dress on him, fake nails, um, nylons and high heels and stuff like that, long hair, makeup. Yeah. But it's still a man that looks like a woman. Yeah. It's like putting, uh, what was that one in scripture in the Bible where you put a ring in a, in a pig's snout? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's still a pig. Still a pig. Put lipstick on a pig. Still a pig. Still a dude. Uh, there's a picture of him when he was a gay man. and uh, Yeah, it wasn't like, any better. No. Wasn't at all. Very strange. Here's, here's where I'm confused, and I'll admit my confusion. If you're Brad and you're gay, right? You Clap like, your hands. <laughs> if you're Brad and you're gay. I like that. Clap your hands. Brad and you're gay. And you know you want to say. Okay. Uh but no, he's Brad, right? And he's gay. 
He likes gay men. But then he turns into a woman so he can be with a man. But the man that he's with wouldn't be gay, right? Because the guy would be attracted to a, to a female? Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, let's just, I mean, play it it's, out like, okay, say, okay, say Brad, who's now Rhea, meets a guy, and the guy's attracted to Rhea because he's attracted to females. Mm-hmm. But Rhea's really a gay guy. Right, right, right. I don't know how that works. I don't know how the gay Brad expects this straight guy to be comfortable with a gay guy dressed as a, as a girl. I know. And then, okay, but then he switches, he switches back. When he switches back to being a man, he doesn't go with females. He's never been with a female. He goes with another male. He's gay. Right? So then if you meet another male who's gay, he knows exactly what he's getting, another gay male. Right. But now, now he wants to switch back to female because he's not happy. You don't think he can find love. But the but the guy who's going to be attracted to the female body is not going to be the gay guy, I don't think. Or why he wouldn't be gay? I, he wouldn't be. I I I I don't know. <laughs> I remember struggling with this years ago when this, I know. this stuff first came out. And I was going, I I'm conf- I I'm confused. I'm gender confused. Mm-hmm. I'm gender confused. Not about my gender. About your gender. You're confusing me. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't understand. You know, because it's chaos. Yeah, it is chaos. and confusion. They can't even put it. They can't even understand it or feel at peace about it. Mm-mm. How they can expect others to do that? Explain it to me, Luthi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. But if you give everybody a chow, we're just gonna go. Chow, baby. Good night. <laughs> 